Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers... Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech headlines for Friday, April 15th, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. Meta CTO Andrew Bosworth said that Meta plans to launch a web version of its Horizon Worlds platform, which would charge a platform fee of 25% on digital transactions, rather than the 47.5% rate for Quest headset users in Horizon. No word on when this would launch or what the experience would look like. China's National Radio and Television Administration banned online platforms from live-streaming games not licensed for sale in the country. According to a senior analyst at the research firm Nico Partners, Daniel Ahmad, Elden Ring reached 17.1 million cumulative daily average viewers in China, despite not being licensed there. WhatsApp announced it's testing a communities feature with select groups. These communities would offer more features than a simple group chat, like file sharing, supporting subgroups, 32-person group calls, emoji reactions, and moderation tools. Communities require invites to join, not public and discoverable like Facebook groups. Twitter CEO Parag Agrawal told employees that the company's board is still evaluating Elon Musk's $43 billion offer to take the company private. In related news, an SEC filing shows that Vanguard Group increased its stake in Twitter to 10.4% over the course of Q1, meaning it's now the single largest shareholder, with Musk remaining the largest individual shareholder. At a TED 2022 conference, Musk said he had a plan B if his bid was rejected. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman sources say Apple began testing third-party apps with at least nine new Mac models running an M2 chip. According to app logs, these include a MacBook Air, MacBook Pro, and Mac Mini with an M2, new MacBook Pros with M2 Pro and Max chips, and a Mac Pro with a successor to the M1 Ultra chip. The logs also show tests with a Mac Mini running an M1 Pro as well. A joint advisory from CISA, the FBI, NSA, and Department of Energy warns that threat actors have developed custom toolkits that allow them to scan for and compromise vulnerable industrial control systems, specifically ones using logic controllers from Schneider Electric and Omron. While no specifics on the tools were given, the advisory warned that this approach could disrupt critical devices or functions. The U.S. Treasury Department added an Ethereum wallet address containing 148,000 Ether to its sanctions list, which Coindesk reports is tied to the attack on the Ronin network bridge used by the game Axie Infinity. 
The FBI attributed the Ethereum address to a North Korean-affiliated advanced persistent threat, often referred to as Lazarus Group. Chrome pushed out an emergency update to patch a high-severity zero-day vulnerability currently under active exploitation. The zero-day seems to target Chrome's V8 JavaScript engine, which often are tied to things like buffer overflows that can lead to arbitrary code execution. Peloton increased its subscription fees in the U.S. and Canada for the first time. As of June 1st, all access plans increased $5 a month to $44 in the U.S. Peloton did cut prices on its hardware, however, with its bike cut 18% to $1,445, bike plus down 20% to $1,995, and the tread down 7% to $2,695. Opera released its crypto browser for iOS and iPadOS. Opera launched the browser in beta back in January for Windows, Mac, and Android, offering a built-in crypto wallet and access to Web3-based apps. As part of World Quantum Day, Google launched the Qubit Game, described as a playful journey to building a quantum computer one qubit at a time. This simulator is designed for K-12 use, letting players earn points for solving challenges quantum engineers face. Asus launched the ZenBook 14X OLED Space Edition, which includes a 3.5-inch OLED display on the lid to show notifications and other customizable text. The 14-inch laptop also comes with a 12th Gen Intel i9-12900H CPU, 32GB of RAM, and a 90Hz OLED main display. It's available now for $2,000. The Financial Times' sources say that the U.S. Department of Homeland Security began an investigation into TikTok over its handling of child sexual abuse material, or CSAM. TikTok says it removed 96% of content violating its minor safety policies before being viewed. Law enforcement claims some users trade content through sharing private accounts, with CSAM uploaded in the Only Me section. OnePlus announced the OnePlus Ace will launch in China on April 21st, the first phone in a new Ace-branded lineup, kind of like its Nord line. It features a MediaTek Dimensity 8100 SoC and 150-watt wired charging. It comes to India then on April 28th, but pricing and availability in other markets is unknown. YouTube Shorts will now allow users to remix 1-5 to second clips from regular long-form YouTube videos in new Shorts content. Previously, you could only use other Shorts videos to remix. Video owners can opt out of remixing with Shorts. The feature will come to iOS in the coming weeks and Android later in 2022. And finally, Segway owner Ninebot announced the Ninebot Engine Speaker, a $150 Bluetooth speaker that straps onto Segway's personal transport vehicles. When paired to a Segway, it'll play different engine sounds that are synced to the vehicle's acceleration. It's IP55 rated for water and dust with a 23-hour battery life. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.